Hi, my name is John Garfield. This is the Releasing Kings newsletter. It's February 16th, 2016. <laughs> this week I want to talk to you uh, about intercession for kings. This started with um, uh, prayer for me. I experienced something, and it, uh, it impressed me so much that I went and did the homework on uh, where they got it from. That entailed watching five videos. And uh, I'm particularly... Uh, you know, thankful for the friend who introduced me to me, uh, Terry Tyson. And I'm also, um, most of the information I've gotten so far has been from a brother named Robert Henderson. And uh, his videos are on, the, on, the, uh, on YouTube, on the web. You can search for them. So I want to talk to you about intercession for kings and just kind of summarize um, that, that concept. So we know kings are courageous and entrepreneurial and self-starters who bless the heart of God with their initiative. While much of Christianity is actually passive, God has some sons and daughters who carry his favor and do exploits. So we all feel the wind of his spirit blowing in, a, in the direction of blessing nations and inheriting our mountains. And it works when we're connected with our own hearts and we tap into what God wrote there. Religion has always been trying to be something we're not, Connecting with your father's heart is always becoming who we are. It's pretty simple. <laughs> so kingdom initiatives that work and bear fruit have roots in the heart of God and roots in our own heart. So examples are great movies and art and entertainment that inspire hearts and make lots of money, oh, by the way. Are, they tap into kingdom themes and they often say something prophetic that God is already speaking to people. That's what brings us to tears. That's why we love it. That's why we enjoy the movies and I, we project ourselves in them. It's because of the message. It has a prophetic uh, sense. And great businesses bless people and nations by providing something that's needed. We call that ministry. Uh, God's on that as well. Great schools release creativity in people who become themselves and go out in the world and make a difference. From the heart. Great schools connect people from the heart. And uh, great leaders and governments always increase the liberty and freedom of people to enhance their own culture and their own economy. Um, so there, th there's these themes in every mountain that release the kingdom. So let's talk about how intercession, intercession works. Prayer is not just submitting a grocery list of needs to God. It's hearing what's on the Father's heart and doing our part to make it happen. We're seated with him in heavenly places for a reason. The seat is a throne, by the way, and our role is to rule and reign with him and release his heart of mercy and justice. And we, one of the ways we do that is through intercession. So knowing the Father, Father's heart starts with seeing, what he's, seeing what he's written in our hearts and the desires of our own hearts. And that simple exercise is, allows us to become ourselves when we're connected with the desires of our own hearts. So we listen to what is in our hearts, and we learn to hear what's in the heart of those around us, and we discern it and clarify it, and our hearts are a great snapshot of God's call in our lives. So intercession takes that same process and listens to what is being said in heaven. So we each have a book that defines our destiny, uh, and it's the source of warfare. So that, that theme that's written in, in heaven's book about my life, um, but the enemy doesn't want that to happen, and Jesus ever liveth to intercede for me so that it can. 
Psalm 139, verse 16, Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. So before I took my first breath, there was a book written about my destiny. Okay, That's true for every one of us. So the simple voices debating our destiny come from two primary sources. One is the accuser, who, the accuser of the brethren, who is offering up all the reasons God should not release his favor on our kingdom initiatives. And the second voice is Jesus, the mediator, who is always interceding for us before the Father in heaven. That's in Hebrews 7.25. His blood is the answer, his atonement, what he did on the cross is the answer for every accusation that the, uh, the enemy can dream up. So let's talk about your book. With this setting in mind, intercession is first asking to see what's written in our book, what's at stake in terms of our destiny, and your and my kingdom destiny, destiny is really immeasurably more than anything we could ask or imagine. Uh, it's really good and it's worth fighting for on both spiritual and natural levels. So we have a good grasp of our, of our specific calling from both the desires of our own heart and a revelation of what God wrote in our book. See, we can, in prayer and in intercession, we can ask for to open the book and see what's written in it. <laughs> Believe it? So the battle, let me describe that. The next step is listening in on the date. Now, we're, now you've got a, a glimpse of what's in your book, what's in your destiny through prayer. Okay, and just by asking, Lord, please show me the book, let it be open, and let me see what's written. Let me hear it in my spirit. So the next step is listening in on the debate. So the book is open. The enemy's saying all the reasons why, accusing all the reasons why you can't fulfill your destiny, Jesus is responding. Okay, he, he's interceding for us. He's saying, my blood covered what everything that's needed for this destiny to be fulfilled. So listening to that testimony is important because it's the substance of our prophetic declarations over our own lives and others. We're simply understanding what's in the book, hearing what Jesus is saying about our calling, and we're leveraging the prophetic authority to advance the kingdom in our own lives. That's our metron, our sphere of influence. Um, <clears throat> so the second thing that you may hear is the accuser's testimony against you. So the, remember the first thing, hearing what the... What, Jesus is testifying. What's the testimony of Jesus? That is the spirit of prophecy. So I'm proclaiming, I'm declaring, I'm prophesying into my own destiny based on what I hear in my spirit of, of what Jesus is saying about my destiny. So the second thing you can hear is the, um, you can hear the, the accuser's testimony against us and all the reasons we're disqualified from our calling. So hearing this is important in order to close doors that may give the enemy a foothold or an access to kill and steal and destroy and keep us out of our life in abundance. So first we're going to hear the destiny, and then if there's anything holding that back, any accusation that has any legitimacy, we're going to do something about it. Now it's not a shopping list where we just go tick through, you know, a hundred things that might be wrong. Let's not assume anything's wrong. I mean, we're saved, we're washed in the blood, we're white as snow. Let's just go after our destiny. And if the Lord shows us a problem, we can deal with it when it repentance. But we don't have to go through this whole condemnation cycle. So let's talk about those filters. 
Uh, it's important to realize that we are in a season of transition from religion to kingdom around the world. That's happening. It's pretty exciting, too. We're winning. <laughs> so our theological heritage is focused more on sin, or has been focused more on sin, than on our kingdom destiny. God designed all of us to overcome sin from the perspective of understanding our destiny. Our bright futures are very good reasons to live for Jesus and not sabotage our lives and our happiness over some carnal appetite. Isn't that simple? Uh, when we encourage our own hearts to, or minister to others, the prophetic starting place is always our destiny. If we're shown some, vulner some vulnerability in intercession, we deal with it and put it behind us just like every other sin that Jesus has covered by His blood and the Father has long forgotten. We appropriate His grace whenever it's necessary. Okay, So that has some ramifications in how I look at people. And that is uh, learning to see what's in our books naturally gives us a prophetic perspective that's positive and, and encouraging. Actually exciting, it's releasing, it's amazing, and it's world-changing. So when I look at my brother and sister, I, I, I hear those same two voices. I can focus on you know, their, the accusations against them that the enemy is saying, and, and I can actually prophesy what the devil is saying, okay? Or I can hear what Jesus is saying about their destiny, and I can read what's in the book. So I can, when I look at that person, I can choose to see their destiny, what's in their book, and what Jesus is saying about them, okay? Now, what, is, what does that do to me? <laughs> okay, what's, what does that perspective look like? What's it smell like? Well, learning to see what's in our books naturally gives us a prophetic perspective that is, that is positive and encouraging. Actually, it's, it's, it's exciting. So let me give you this example. If you've ever had a police officer for a friend, they're really amazing people. They're very reserved if you've met them. <laughs> okay? And they see a steady stream of problem people possessed by failures, mistakes, drugs, demons, everything under the sun. They have seen it all. And they struggle to see people in a positive light because they're continually exposed to the worst in any culture. And as a pastor of leader and a leader myself, I saw both successes and failures in a way that caused me to look for problems to correct. Okay, <laughs> I thought that was my job. And that's not healthy. I've since resigned as sheriff in the kingdom, okay? <laughs> a minister of prophetic condemnation. And what the Lord has done for me is shown me how to see what He's written in the hearts of people, how to see what He's written in their book. <clears throat> that's really exciting. So now we filter for books and destinies and the testimony of Jesus. Our, our filter just doesn't show us all the problems it shows us destinies, okay? And, and we repeat them prophetically and practically. So our private intercession consists of trips to the throne room where we ask for access to books or destinies and contend for their release. And we're seated on a throne and experiencing the authority that goes with setting captives free to inherit their land and their mountain. That's a marvelous experience, to be seated in heavenly places next to Jesus, hearing this testimony, and, and then imparting that into the lives of people that we love and appreciate because we know something about them and their value. So, so we're seeing uh, people and nations through God's eyes, and it's easy to appreciate them. It's easy to love them. It's easy to work with them. It's an amazing phenomena. And one of my favorite parts of intercession is reading the books of people who may not even be saved yet. 
and telling them about the treasures that I found there. Okay? That, makes, that puts purpose in intercession. So every person, nation, and initiative in the kingdom has a book. Uh, there's, a, there's a destiny. There's a path that goes with all those people, those nations, those destinies, those cities. And intercession is reading the book before we interact with the people or carry out our initiative. Now, a lot of us have done, tried to do great things in the kingdom, and one of the things we face is delays, failures, defeats. Here's the key. Fight the battle in heavenly places, in, in the courtroom of God's throne room first, and then go do it in the natural. Okay? Read the book first, hear Jesus' testimony first, then go do it. Write the business plan, execute it, you know, get the cash flow straightened out. So we see in the spirit first, and then we do it in the earth second. It's just the smart way for kings to function from their own hearts and from God's heart. It flows like a river. Amen? God bless. Have a great week. Enjoy intercession. It's fun. Amen? <laughs>